I've asked every animal in the house except for uh, three of them. And now I'm asking you, what's your favorite Guar song? My favorite Guar song is... Why are you talking like this? Uh, hmm. Uh, fucking an animal. <laughs> Congratulations. Because I don't know many. Congratulations. Otherwise... It probably is your favorite Guar song because it's the only Guar song you can just Blowing name. Blowing 50 steers, fucking an animal. <laughs> Already laying into it. What? <laughs> what? I'm, I'm here to entertain the people because my name's Michelle. <laughs> my name is Sam. And this is a review pasta. This, pasta. pasta. This is a pasta. review pasta. Baby, it's a review pasta. Uh, and, uh, I would love to review pasta. <laughs> uh, it's a review podcast. We could review anything we wanted to technically. Yeah, that's true. Oh, we've got so- a cat debacle going on. This is like a traditional episode thing now. Episodic. Episodic you guys adventure. enjoy. Uh, having your own little same. input it's always the same so we are a uh, review podcast this is couple of critics podcast and today we are reviewing <laughs> a an amazing wonderful woman i love her very much i don't know why you are shaking your head at me because you're laying on to a thing that i wasn't going to talk about a bunch <laughs> oh it's it's part of her thing <laughs> It's part of her thing. We are listening to Jan Terry's <laughs> No Wools, and I'm really looking forward to it. It's hard to do that. I know. It's also grating to listen to you try and do it. Not grating. It's making me anxious in my chest because I'm just like, say the word. Say the word. I know you how to say the word. I said every word the way I was supposed to. <laughs> Welcome to this fucking podcast that I don't know why any of you listen to. I don't listen to it. That's clear because you can probably hear things I was supposed to take out. It's sad that you are way less excited than I am to do this episode. It's not that I'm not excited. It's just that we're going to take two completely different angles on this. I can already tell. <laughs> oh, of course. There's no way we're not going to. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. All right. Well, I say we get this beautiful, beautiful album started. Well, first of all, I'd like to describe the day. Yesterday, we recorded a podcast as well. That's well, right. We're getting back on track, we you did motherfuckers. Last night, we said, uh, you know, in last week's episode that we were going to uh, do this. We were going to finally get an episode in the bag. And, and we, uh, we're doing it. We're doing it's what we said we were going to do. Uh, it's glorious. And it's a beautiful day outside. It is a beautiful Beckoning day. Beckoning us to podcast at our premium top quality uh I didn't know what? that the neighbor across the street mowed their neighbor next door's lawn with her uh, ride mower. I watched does? her mow their lawn. Why don't she come over here and mow my fucking lawn? Actually, well, she better not come over here and touch anything on my property. I have a shotgun. Yeah, she'd have to move all the trash that you just have laying places. Trash, baby. Trash, you trash, are a gross baby. trash person trash, and you trash, wonder why trash, I say things. Trash, I'm like, trash, ew. Trash. Get that dirty thing off of the couch. And you're like, why do you say everything of mine is dirty? And then you finally actually look at it. And you see that there are tons of little dirty things stuck to it. Sam, it you're dirty, matter. baby. You're I still dirty, stand baby. Even if there wasn't something, even if it was in my hand, you'd be like, it's gross. 
Confirmed. Because it's in your possession. And the monstrous smell that comes out of the bedroom. <laughs> I mean, That's all feet. Yeah, I think there are a lot of things that we are on opposite sides of. And I'm his not... Feet, I'm I'm sad that this is one of those things. I understand. I get it. You get what? I forgot what you were Why you about. aren't as into this album as I am. So oh, I, I thought we were talking about cleanliness. <laughs> not anymore. So I want to talk about Jan Terry and how I came to know who Jan Terry is. Jan Terry has been an internet sens- sensation for a long time. She recorded videos in like the 90s. They were on VHS. Someone took them and uploaded them on YouTube. And, and I think like the early 2000s, earlier 2000s, she became... A hit, an Wait, early so viral sensation. You said someone uplo- uploaded them. She it doesn't wasn't Jan know. Terry? No, she's uh, apparently she doesn't know how they got online. Whoa, I didn't know this angle of the whole story. Yeah, so it huh. wasn't her, but she pushes herself now. But she had and her Bandcamp and everything is what she uses. Okay, she said it on Jim and Sam. So, so it's I listen to Jim and Jim Norton and Sam Roberts on Sirius XM four days a week. I love them very much. And they love Jan Terry. And they had Jan Terry on the podcast, which she zoomed in. uh, But it was still nice. And they talked about her and they play her songs. And I was like, this is hilarious. This is like one of those internet finds that is just fun and hilarious. And she's, she's a woman. She has a speech impediment. She looks like Sammy Hagar. (laughs) I don't know where you get the Sammy Hagar thing. What do you think she looks like? She also looks I like the lady who f- was in the Goonies. Uh, that That's more like it. I think she looks like uh, Joey Diaz with like blonde hair. Like, it- real bulbous, big nose, like a traditional Italian, like going to break my legs. Very Italian. Like, She's from super Chicago. Super wide face, super bulbous nose. You know that like, nose that you would see like for drunks on like cartoons or like in uh, old timey mm-hmm. movies? It's that kind of nose. It's that big, I'll have your legs broken kind of nose. That's kind of a humpback. Yeah. She's not very tall. She just has no. a lot of things not going for her. But this woman, she she clearly bought, which, I mean, you've said, but she clearly found music that she could buy and use. I think. I don't know. It sounds, I mean, it sounds like stock songs. I it mean, sounds like stock music. Wesley Willis used stock songs, but those were like on a Casio keyboard stock songs. This yeah. sounds like, like she found a catalog mm-hmm. of songs. Like maybe some studio just made a bunch of sample songs. It kind of sounds like sell. karaoke versions. Yeah, yeah. Is a what it bit. sounds like. Yeah, but there's some like shredding going on here and there. Yeah. <laughs> so I really think some studio took like, some spare time when they didn't have anybody recording and they were like, Hey, let's just crank out some generic tunes. And if anybody wants to use them, we'll just sell them off and it's theirs. I mean, why not? Yeah. So I think that's where it's going. I could not find anything out about production. So, uh, being that she's definitely Italian, she was born in 1959. Like I said, in Chicago, Illinois, she was born as Janice Spagnolia. Spagnolia? Spagnolia. That's the most Italian thing I've heard besides like Cagliotti. I want to know it's Janice G. Spagnolia. G? Oh, so we need to figure out what the G is? Uh, 
It's Gabagool. <laughs> it's probably like Janus Gloria Spagnolia. Who? Janus Gloria Spagnolia. <laughs> I've never heard that name at all, ever. Spagnolia? Yeah. That's I've little... heard Magnolia. I have as well. I've heard Magnolia. She is. <laughs> she is part pasta, part flour. <laughs> You know what? That's a fucking <laughs> accurate description. That fits it completely. She's part pasta, part flour. Two things I enjoy. Uh, you don't like flowers? I enjoy a flower. I didn't know this. I just don't. Okay. I'm going to let you in on a little secret. Please. If I had all the time in the world or all the money in the world, I would love to have a nice little garden and stuff. But uh, I don't want to do the work to maintain said garden. Oh, the maintenance is terrible. Exactly. But... I love looking at like Cleet's little setup in the background. Yeah, it's it's nice living next door to someone who cares very much about how their stuff looks. But he also cares a little too much. Well, he's been retired for a long time. It's true. So it's he, his only thing, it seems. It's and he and hating Democrats. <laughs> he's the type which he doesn't have a big yard, thank goodness. But he will walk around uh, in his early to mid eighties. And he will, with a pair of scissors, cut dandelions out of his grass because he does not want them spreading any more seeds. Absolutely, he will. Yeah. I've been doing that for years. He's also the type that goes out front and claps his hand or bangs on a bucket to get. He hasn't done that since I yelled out of his trees. multiple times. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Uh huh. It was from inside the house, but it, it was bothersome. I think I've talked about this before, but Probably. we were having dinner. We were having a conversation. We couldn't hear each other. The windows were closed. It's unnecessary. <laughs> Let the birds live, man. And it's in the, it's in a tree where he's feeding the, ch- the like squirrels. He wants squirrels. He doesn't want birdie birds. What the fuck do you expect? Nature. That's what I expect. Especially when you have an entire backyard full of nature, bird feeders, and flowers and cats. And- <laughs> That just prowl the yard because they know that's where all the birds go so they so, can have a nice crunchy meal. Enough of us uh, complaining about our neighbor. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to kick his ass. You're right. Enough of this. All right. So there is, which I told you about this, there was a documentary trailer by these people in Chicago who they put out this documentary trailer. It's been two years since they've put this out, but the documentary has not actually come out. Now, what happens if we get like this weird couple of critics timing and right before we put this episode out, this documentary hits? Bum, bum, bum. Now, then, then it would be a gift to everyone. <laughs> to the entire world. All of us. Okay, so I am going to play this trailer because I think it gives a decent introduction to who she is. Okay. And what she is. Okay. So I like that. Here is Jan Terry, No Rules, which is the same name of the album. Here we go. Hi, guys. Today we're going to Illinois Gunsworks, uh, visit my friends over there before I say goodbye, and shoot a little bit of uh, rounds. Oh, my God. She's shooting guns. She's a dangerous woman. Labeled as the worst music video ever. I would disagree with that. I've seen 
Timmy by Dr. Smith. <laughs> well, I did everything myself. I tracked down the recording studio. I tracked down how to go about doing my music video. I tracked down the locations. I tracked down, I, I paid for everything and I got it done. Yeah! Oh man, you realize if there's ever a Jan Terry concert, we're going, right? 100%, but she doesn't perform live anymore. Why not? I don't know. I started dancing when I was like five. Then I did some modeling when I was younger. Well, am I going to see some hot ass Jan Terry? No, it was just when she was a little girl. Oh. Like a he was toddler. In a loan shocking. He asked my dad to collect some money. My dad couldn't do it, so my dad asked me to go with I mean, the car. I don't, don't want to insult the woman, but she kind of looks like Trantor. Like a hitman or a horse or something like that. Oh, classic right here. There's no definition, really, for what she does. You can't just sit down and explain it. Like, I've tried to explain it to people before. You know, I'd be like, well, she does these songs, and they <laughs> sort of sound like karaoke, but they're not really. You get a phone call from them stating that they were looking for me. And so I talked, I caught up, and they said, do you know Marilyn Manson? And I said, no. And then they asked, do you know Rose McGowan? And I go, no. And they said, Manson wants to know if you do him a favor. Because she opened up for Manson, right? For yes, she shows. did, because of Rose McGowan. That's the great thing about Jan is that she's full of contradictions. So she, he got her serious, Jan to play at Rose McGowan's then, birthday party, and then she opened on. up for Manson <laughs> a few so times. She went to Columbia College, and she has training in music and stuff, and she has, you listen to her music, and she has a great ear for a hook. There's nothing outside of her about her approach to music. The verses, they sort of, uh, they, they don't rhyme, but they still, she's, she's still, I don't know. It's the like verses, they don't rhyme. But I don't know, there's she something magical. Work. <laughs> she's got the hooks, she's got the image, she's got it all. Look at that packed room rocking out the Jantini. <laughs> Coming soon, I wish. But that was two years ago, you said, right? That was two years ago, but that would have been a Probably around the height of the pandemic. Height of pandemic, and I think like she had a little. And then she was on Jim and Sam. Jim and Sam. So like I think. And they they have the they entire a chapter interview there. up on YouTube, which I watched again to prepare for this. <laughs> well, would you like to get the album started I so sure. I can finally get to how I truly feel about Jan Terry? I'm not looking forward to that part, but oh, I'm definitely you're looking forward. Scathed. It's scathing. I've never given a shit it's about you. Clearly. <laughs> All right, let's let's start with the first song. It's I'd say one of her songs that she's most known for, probably after Get Down Goblin. Here's Skyrockets. There's that karaoke sound that we had mentioned. It's very that bright sound. All right, Michelle. So. How you feeling today? Great. <laughs> I'm so glad that we're doing this Jan Terry episode. Um, I think that there are a lot worse. I, I understand that it's not particularly great music. There are so many other artists I would rather not listen to. Her stuff is catchy. Yes, she has a speech impediment. Yes, things don't always rhyme. Yes, it doesn't make sense that the skyrocket would go not in the sky, but down to hell. 
There are many things that don't make sense. But it's so fun to me, and it's so catchy, and I fucking love it. Sam, what's your true, honest opinion of this? My true, honest opinion of the entire album is mixed, because there are sections where just the style of music is just... Heinous. just so, like, not up my alley. Yeah. Just, but I will say that there is something about Jan Terry that is magnetic. Like, she's got an ear for a hook. It's fucking true. All these songs get stuck in your head. Mm-hmm. You can, like... Like, I heard this song once, and I'm just like, skyrockets in hell. And, like, I wake up, and it's fucking in my head. <laughs> so I think she's great at hooks, which... A lot of artists aren't even famous artists. Like mm-hmm. death metal guys and tech metal guys, sometimes they don't. To kiss. Ar- it was fireworks in July. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's the big breakdown. Oh, I get it. I get it. I Hold know. on. You took me by surprise, so I'm letting you go. Beautiful. Um, she's got her. Like I'm saying, she can write a hook. There's no doubt mm-hmm. about it. Um, the DIY aspect is something that I respect when. Anybody does it. Yeah. So that will get props from me. 10 out of 10. Always. The fact that she paid for everything herself and had all this video stuff done. Before you could just take out your cell phone. We're using cell phones. Mm -hmm. The only reason we're filming is because a cell phone exists. I would not go out of our way to buy our fucking camera and stuff like that. So there's another plus in the Jim Terry thing. I'm waiting for the shoe to drop. There really is no shoe to drop. So you've just, just been fucking with me. Yeah, I've mostly just like, been fucking with you. <laughs> okay. yeah, yeah. I don't hate Jan Terry at all. Now, there are songs on here that like I would skip. I need like a Jan Terry supercut because songs like Get Down Goblin and Skyrockets are legitimately good and fun. You nailed mm-hmm. it. They're fun. I would go see Jan Terry not just because you wanted to. I would go see Jan Terry because it's a notch under the belt just like like Wesley Willis would be. Mm-hmm. Almost, it's not as good, but almost as much as King Diamond was. I've got to see it before they're gone. Like, yeah. So <laughs> my opinion of Jan Terry is I really, really like it. I don't know if I'd like listen to it on my own all the time, but I love it when you listen to it. And uh, it's a good fucking time. If I went, I'd jam and dance my ass off. You jam Terry? <laughs> I would jam Terry. And like I told you, I, I want her to come out with a type of... Uh, what was it called? Like a jelly, a jam, a jam, <laughs> and she just calls it jam berry, jam Terry berry, jam berry Terry, jam Terry berry. No, I just want jam berry because I know a guy named Terry Berry. I already told you this, yeah. and he kind of looks like Jan Terry. <laughs> God, lucky him. <laughs> She's a looker. So I did find out also that she was a limo driver for many years. Okay, that was how she made her money. And one of the interviews that I watched, she was driving because I actually found out and I screen recorded it from ComedyCentral.com. So fingers crossed, I don't get in trouble, but I don't know what I'm going to do with it. So but I mean, if I just have it for personal reasons, whatever. But in the year 2000, they interviewed her on The Daily Show. What? Yes. Huh. So she was she did that until 2002. But then her mom got in an accident and got like really sick. And she took care of her mom until her mom died in 2008. And then she decided after like a decade or so of putting after like not doing anything musically around like 2009, I think, is when she started putting music out again. So she also had her own little resurgence because she started (laughs) doing it again. 
Yeah. So, Jan Terry. I like that song. I I still feel like you're like looking at me like there's a catch. There's well, a catch. I'm afraid that I there's a fear that I feel like like in high school when the mentally handicapped kids would sit with us and we and, and Sheree and I would laugh at things that they would do, but I th- I felt like they were performing for us at times. I wasn't just like ha 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 you. I'd actually we'd like invite them over. But I feel I I've been afraid that you're going to be like you're just laughing at the retarded kids again. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was afraid. Well, with you could you could easily take that with this, I think. But I don't think Jan Terry is for a word retarded. I don't think there's anything like that going on. I just no. think she has a speech impediment and I think she's her own strange person. No, she's a college graduate. Yeah, so and she like, went to college for music. No, it's just that when people see videos like that, you just immediately think like is there like mental Mm-hmm. instability going on here and it's like no realistically she's better than all of us she's you said it yesterday or, or maybe today jan terry is better than you and i mm-hmm. she's got more fans she's put more stuff out she's funnier like she she's is just bold she, <laughs> that's the thing she does i think people are mean because she doesn't look like what you would expect someone to look like so she's criticized and people are like this is the worst thing ever because she's not She's not, you know, traditionally tra- traditionally gorgeous. pretty yeah. at all, and she <laughs> all. and she has a speech impediment, and she doesn't always rhyme, and she kind of fits things in weird. Like what she does is weird, and it's not it's not traditionally good, but in her own way, it's incredibly enjoyable. <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> so I think that people are just nasty on the internet because people i guess are awful people have called her miss piggy people have well i said she looked like trantor earlier well and i've said many things as well and i don't (laughs) and i felt bad about it as soon as i said it but i would never say that it like i would never comment on her videos online no or anything like like that's fucked up to be to attack someone yeah. like an we'll artist just, we'll for putting just their say shit it with out, her actual voice, and then put it on. No one's gonna. She's never gonna <laughs> see or hear this. She's definitely not gonna see it because you don't put videos out like you're supposed to. Boom! You're wearing this wig for no reason. I'm wearing this wig so you won't look at my hair and insult it. Well, I don't insult it when it's um peppered. Oh God. Peppered? What's that even mean? I said insulted. Oh, boy. You heard oh it. Oh, boy. Hit play the next song. Oh, boy. <laughs> you heard it, and you embrace it. Uh, let's move along to the next song, Just Another Day. This song starts out slow, and I was like, oh, no. But, ladies and gentlemen, you better buckle in, because that's not where we stay. We get in the fast lane. Yeah, Jan Terry is a rock and roll queen. Queen of rock and There's roll. There's certain people that just have, like, this thing about them, especially when, like, you said it, they're not traditionally, like, doing what's good. But she's but they confident are, like, and still doing what like, she wants to do. But I'm doing it, and I think it's the fucking best, and fuck you is, like, the vibe you get. How that many makes people you think stop. a person's cooler. How many people have let their fears... And their lack of confidence oh. hold them back. Most people in, say, in a lot of ways. The vast, vast majority of people who, who try to do something. So I think people who also aren't traditionally good or pretty, but who do something that is in a field that 
you're kind of expected to be pretty for some reason, which doesn't make any sense. Here we go. She does what she wants to do, and she rocks. I would love to see video of her actually like sitting down with a guitar and being like, no, I wrote all the music, Sam. Uh, she knows how to play the guitar a little, she yeah. said, but not not a lot. Because if you watch her video, she's she may be holding a guitar oh, she's not playing and skyrockets, it. but she's not actually accurately playing it. Sometimes she's not trying to play it at all. She's just holding it. Oh, there's Beautiful. parts where she may like waver with notes, but... <laughs> but she understands notes like mm -hmm. she's she's not like searching she knows where she's supposed to go like I said sometimes she wavers but god damn it that's cause her voice is real and she didn't put a bunch of shit on it and you could tell she doesn't put a lot of energy in actually singing it seems like it's more like just another day without you I baby she, that's, another day. that's the energy she has to give there's all so there's this video that you can find on YouTube where these guys like spent a day with Jan Terry and they got her to do things like just like kind of weird like goofy stuff and whatever and like jump on beds with her like or with them in like a hotel room and like whatever. But then at the end, um, one of the guys makes out with her and it's well, very fucking uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable. So if you would like to watch that, I can no, show I it don't. to you. No, I don't. I don't want to watch anybody make out. Especially not Sammy Hagar. I don't get the Sammy Hagar. I'm just pulling that out of my ass because of the hair. It's more the hair. The face is... God, what's... Pardon me. Trantor. I already said it three times now. <laughs> Let's see. And Ramsey. Anne Ramsey. She looks like Anne Ramsey from Don't Throw Mama from the Train. Yeah. But she's a beautiful, beautiful woman all at the same time. Because of her endurance in the musical field. God, I feel like I'm going to get attacked by the Jan Terry crew. For what? Loving this? Yeah. Because I've called her Trantor four times now. <laughs> it's not like there's... She's not like Taylor Swift or Beyonce. There's not like an entire... Yeah, but I feel like... The, internet base. I feel like the army that there is for Jan Terry is more vicious. Like I'm going to get a dead rat in the mail. A dead Chicago in rat. Ew. <laughs> I... I need to know where she's getting these tracks from because I need to know who's playing the shred guitar because I need him to cameo on my album. It's Johnny Karaoke. Johnny Karaoke is his name? Yeah. Mm. Johnny K. I'll get a hold of him today. Johnny K, get a hold of me today. If you'd like some shredding tracks on your uh, naked backs. Just another day. She sounds like such a sweetheart. That whole piano lick at the end there sounds a lot like the end of that. Uh, you want it out, but you can't have it. When the fish is flopping on the ground and it's dying and it's going like. Doo, 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 with the piano. 
It sounded a lot like it. And every time I hear that ending, I think of a dead goldfish flopping around on the ground. I think your favorite lick is what you want to do to Jen Terry. <laughs> you remember this thing in school where people would be like, answer everything I ask you is ketchup and liquor. And you'd be like, what did you have for breakfast? Ketchup and liquor. But they'd be like, what do you see when you see a really fat girl walking down the road? Ketchup and liquor. Oh, that's where it ends as a fat girl. God, I love jokes that are constantly <laughs> just fat people. That's what's tough about liking a lot of the New York comedians that I like is that they all seem to hate fat people so much. <laughs> like more than anyone else, they are hard on fat people. What, what do they like yell at fat people that aren't even in the room? That kind of hatred on fat people? Or if they're in the room and they just uh, like you tear into fuck. their friends <laughs> without any remorse. Yeah, fun. Or refrain. I would like to do that, but then my friends aren't allowed to do that back to me because my shell is that of an egg. Well, my Michelle is enormous, and I remember that time when I wanted to do uh, diss tracks with Rhymebag, <laughs> and I wrote his, and I thought it was hilarious, and then he wrote mine, and he was like, do you want me to read this, or do you want to just let this go? And I was like, I guess we can just let this go, because if he's warning me, it's going to hurt my feelings, and it's going to be bad, so let's just let this go. And this was before I got like really fat, so... So I'm curious. You probably just said something about me being a shit talker. I'd love to know what it was, even though it would hurt my feelings. <laughs> yeah, don't ever find out what it was because that would be very mean. Yeah. Diss tracks and shit. I don't know why you would ever even invite that to your life. Because <laughs> I think it was it was just a funny idea. I don't know. <laughs> it was not. It was a devastating idea. That never happened. Thank God. I want to know, <laughs> but I don't want to know. I want to know as bad as I do not. It's it's a 50-50 situation. Speaking of 50-50. Well, guess who doesn't want to know 100%? <laughs> God, you're always a, such a party pooper. I'm not a party pooper. I'm saving everyone's feelings. I'm a savior. Remember that. Look at the cross that is on my back. You see it? Remember it. Did you see this tattoo? picture recently of this guy who got the whole cross tattooed on his back like up the back and then across his arms and then up into his fucking neck Whew. someone should impale him with a piece of wood oh, i agree it looked like two by fours it was it's rough that's an obsession a big obsession now anyway i want to get a whole simpsons tattoo on my back I need to cover up this one tattoo that i have on my back i keep thinking about what i'm going to do because for some reason lately i've been even though it's very painful, I'm fatter, so I wonder if I can handle it more. <laughs> um, but I need to get it covered up because it's stupid. Oh, very stupid. It is very stupid. <laughs> and I should have never done it. I was a dumb, dumb, dumb person. What are you going to get it covered up with? Garfield? I'm not sure yet. Uh, Paul Lynn? <laughs> Portrait? <laughs> as big as you could possibly get. That's what's hard about tattoos is it's hard to get something that's not stupid. Yeah, I mean, you gotta. It's easier when you accept that you don't care if it's stupid. Like, nine out of ten of my fucking tattoos are fucking really dumb, but I, I don't, don't care. I don't think stupid like that, though. I don't know. This one's stupid, the, the skull right there with the horns. So is that one that scares old people in public? Yeah, but I legitimately like that band, even though they put out shitty albums in the past, uh, later in their thing. I always said, never get bands tattooed on you because. They might put out like shitty stuff later, and then you've got this stuck on you. And now I currently have one 
two, three band tattoos. Well, hey, people who are listening, uh, make a suggestion on this episode post of what <laughs> tattoo that you think that I should cover up this stupid little tattoo on my back that I have. So I need some I need some suggestions. I want you to get that picture of me. I'm not replacing your middle name with your dumb face. Get that picture of Gary Busey winking. <laughs> It'll be gorgeous for the rest of your life. I'll get Beavis and Butthead <laughs> on my back. Yeah. <laughs> Man, what a joy you are. Let's move on to the next song. I forgot we were listening to Jim Terry. <laughs> Uh, were you expecting something with more musical integrity? No. This is all the musical integrity I need, my love. I don't remember what this is. Don't try and is. sweet talk me in your eyes. I know, but I don't remember how it goes right now. Well, it's about to get very sentimental. This so. might be one of those ones that I'm like, eh. Just chill, baby. <laughs> I see another person inside. She searched for the note there. Inside. Yeah, but she knows where she's going. See, this is a song that you need to shut the fuck up right now. Beautiful. How can you not be fully on board for this? I don't like any song that sounds like this, no matter who recorded it. But I will say. That part gets stuck in my head. And it won't go away. This is so 80s. This is yeah, so yeah. warm 98. Yep. Sitting in the school office and they're playing the soft rock station that's local. So like Peebo Bryson. This is right on par with Peebo Bryson. I was not expecting Peebo Bryson to come out of your you mouth. You should always expect Peebo Bryson and or around my mouth. There's water that's been forced into my nose, and uh, we'll see what comes dripping out. No, it looks like it's coming out of your eyeballs right now. You got some watery eyes. <laughs> well, I will say the song is playing, and I'm feeling quite emotional. Oh, man, that part happened. God damn it. Oh, we're doing a rewind here. I don't know what to say (laughs) Then just let people enjoy it Because it's a nice experience For everyone If anyone turns the podcast off Because they're like man I can't handle this music You're a pussy (laughs) Yeah that technique always worked for me When I called people pussies at shows they always I'm really to you, liked Zach. it. <laughs> Zach, if you back out of this episode, we're going to fight. Zach likes guitars. Such an 80s guitar tone as well. It's still a, a style from the 80s where you made like a real ballad type song, but then you still put in like a real reverbed out, super distorted guitar solo that's still kind of shreddy. Shreddy Krueger. A lot of shredder. Yeah. But it's like a lot of teenage mutant There's a lot of shredding throughout this album. How have I not? Or have you done the what? Jan Terry's. Yeah, I did that the other day. (laughs) I couldn't remember. I was at the driving range the other night, and I was listening to this song, and I was like, "She's hitting the notes." Kind of. It's that abrasive. She's there. 
Just because it's you just don't not a good tone. Just because the timber might not be pleasant doesn't mean she's not hitting the note. I thought a tree was falling. Sorry. Not yet. Not until all those birds land in Cleet's tree and the weight pushes it over in the ground. And it's because you said the word timber. Timber. Yeah, that song is a rough McGuff. And not because it's Jan Terry, because that song is Rough McGuff, no matter who made it. I would normally feel that way, but... But do you love Jan Terry more than life itself? Because I like Jan Terry so much, that song is easier for me to handle, because I'm listening to this with the ears of knowing that what (laughs) I'm listening to isn't actually good music. But it's not bad music. It's such a it's a weird place to be. I understand that I think there's certain artists that try things and I give them more leeway because it's them. Mm-hmm. Where if it's someone else, I'd be like, "What the fuck's going on here?" But if Zappa tried it, I'd be like, "Well, let's give it a try." It's obviously Mr. Zappa. He'd be knowing what he's talking about. Oh, Mr. Zappa! We watched the Weird Al movie last night. Wouldn't have been beautiful if Jan Terry was in the background during that. Pool scene. She, God, what movie was she in? She, she was, was in a movie? She was in the She's corner. She's a movie star too? She was in oh the my corner. God. Hold on. What movie was... Was it Slacks? Jan. Was she in Slacks? I, we're not that lucky. Jan Terry in. I knew she was in a movie. Brain Dead? Was it brain dead? She does have an IMDb. An endearingly bad amateur Italian-American singer-songwriter. Wow. That is the beginning of her bio on IMDb. Wow. An endearingly bad. Never heard that before. Uh, What? I mean, she has things, but... uh, God is in the TV. She is in um, Marilyn Manson... A uh, documentary. She was oh, on The Daily Show. She was on a TV show called Talkin' Funny. <laughs> Talkin' Funny? <laughs> um, and then Citizen Kane. She, she said that she was on in like the corner of something because someone saw her and liked her. And I wish I could remember what that was. I should have made a note of it, but I'm a regular forgetful ass. Oh, oh. Also, she. Uh, I forgot about this. She has written two children's books, but hasn't paid to have them printed. <laughs> what? <laughs> she has to go across the street to uh, the publisher and have the books printed. Uh, but she doesn't have the money to have a bunch of books printed. So Jim and Sam were trying to convince her to do a pre-sale so she knows how much she needs to get. And uh, But she didn't take their advice. She seemed, I remember watching that and they were giving her advice on like how to get things out. She seems like she's a person that doesn't want to take other people's advice and just like, I'll figure it out the way I want to do it. She's like, I'm not on Cameo. I do it through my band camp. And they're like, well, we can vouch for you and help get you on Cameo. But she was like, but I don't want, I don't like ripping people off. I don't want to make people pay high prices for things. Which she doesn't have to. You set your own price for Cameo. Yeah, but, but then like... I also think she just doesn't really want to do much. I think she seems kind of lazy. <laughs> like she's... She, yeah, so she's got like 1,400 requests to do some video. I'd be nauseating. She got... Yeah. And she... I mean, she did what she wanted to do. But I understand, which is why I used to do photography and don't anymore. There is something that you kind of lose when you 
when the business comes into the when the when there's like money and you know certain stipulations and things involved it makes it the craft less fun yeah when the thing you were doing to relieve stress and have a good time becomes a business that then can lead to stress and takes away your time you're like why the fuck am i doing this (laughs) yeah so it's i i do understand that she maybe just wants to keep it fun and light and not something where she has to work like a dog maybe she's afraid to have her heart broken again maybe she'll start riding that mountain again and then she has to take care of someone else I don't know why I never thought that Jan would stand for anything. I guess I thought of anything would be Janet, not Janice Spagnolia. What a lady. She's just a good gal. She's a good friend. I don't think she's a good mom because I don't think she's a mom. But I bet she would be a nice mom. I bet she gives good hugs. <laughs> I bet she does. It's Janet. Miss Spagnola, if you're... <laughs> it's not Damn Janet. It. It's Janice. I know, but I'm doing a joke. But it's not... Jokes don't have to be accurate. That's why they're jokes. But if it's so far away from the truth, then I just get confused. But I was using her real name, at least trying to. Spagnolia. That's what it was. Damn it. Yes. Remember? Part pasta. Do you remember? Part flour. Yeah, I was trying to remember what the flour was called, and I said spagnolia. I can't do it. I can't do it anymore. Move on. I wish I could remember the main character from the movie that I've never seen. Spicoli. Spicoli. <laughs> That's right. Here we go. All right. Let's move along to the next song. This is what Jan Terry is. 100%. Here's the song winner. Yeah. This is almost like surfer rock. It is. She takes all forms 80s. of genre. This would be playing at the max in... At the... In a, Saved by the Bell. Yes, I couldn't come absolutely. up with a goddamn name. This will be playing at the car show. Hot rods and corn dogs. Hot rods riding through. Funnel cakes. Babes. <laughs> Bio. 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 Oh. Everybody's walking around making Bio. Oh. Back on that. <laughs> I do want to be a winner. I don't, Jan. I don't have what you have. There's no mistake. Do you think she has self-esteem issues, or do you think she just completely, like, falls to the wall, Jan Terry? I think she is a pretty realistic person. I think she is confident when it comes to doing what she wants to do because her interest is stronger than her self-doubts. But I think she's probably uh, like anyone else. Jan Terry is just like anyone else, Sam. I don't get that from her. I feel like she's superhuman. Like a dinosaur? No. Like everybody do with a dinosaur. Do you have what it takes? No, I don't. We're not worthy. We're not worthy, Jan. We're scum. We suck. There's this, like, confidence that seeps out of her that I just don't have and that I hate everything I eventually do. She's got that Lizzo confidence. It is a Lizzo confidence. In fact, Lizzo owes her everything that Lizzo has, including that crystal flute. She doesn't own it. The man who owned slaves also owned that. Yeah, but she owned that shit. (laughs) I never saw any video or even a picture of that whole thing. I've never even seen the flute. I've never seen a flute. 
even in that American Pie scene. What was the talking flute from? What was that show back in the day? And it had uh, the Artful Dodger on it. It was known for being like really trippy and weird, but it was like a kid's show. Oh, back is in it, the day. Uh, HR Puffin yes, Stuff? Yes, HR Puffin Stuff. HR Puffin Stuff, bro. Or it was like big puppets and stuff. I thought there. Man, I could be wrong, but I thought there was like a talking flute. And it was like, hey, it's wavy gravy, man. I think there was a talking flute. Because there was, in the Mr. Show parody, it was a talking bong. So it would make sense to this guy. Talking flute. Card. It is HR Puff and stuff. Okay. Well, that makes me feel good. Yeah, look at that scary looking bastard. That's scary. Yeah, it's mortifying. It had teeth. How the hell does a kid's show get away with being called HR Puffin stuff? Like, well, they're not hiding anything in that. It's very obvious what they're talking about. Yeah, that kid's getting so stoned with those big monsters. Oh, dude, let's get fried with these big monsters. Jack Wild was his name. Does he still exist? He is dead. The Artful Dodger the is no longer alive. Correct. Who's the Artful Dodger? I, I've From heard Oliver. That. Consider yourself at home. Consider yourself part of the family. We've taken a you so strong. It's clear we're going to get along. Okay, I still don't know what the Artful Dodger is. It's the character. It's, it's his a, it's name. It's a kid? Yes. Never made sense to me. He's a those, those, that, those two words don't make sense to me together. Artful Dodger. Jack his... Dawkins, better known as the Artful Dodger, is a character in Charles Dickens' dodging things. He's a pickpocketer, a pickpocketer. I think they a just call it a pickpocket. He's a pocket picker. Like I'm, in he... that scene from Term- Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, where that kid's gonna try out for the Foot Clan, and then he throws some smoke. A fart clan? And and I said the Foot Clan. I couldn't understand. And, and, and then he throws a smoke bomb down, and Raphael comes out of the rafters and does it really quick for him to make it look like he was really good at martial arts. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> this is Ave Maria, and this... I'm talking the classic, classic Ave Maria. What do you mean classic? You know this was a cover? No. Oh, baby. The other cover she does on this, I was like, well, the words are the same, I think, but I can't tell from the way she's singing it. Yeah, we're going to be listening to another cover yeah. later, but this is definitely a cover. Had no idea. This is also... This a is, rough MacGuff. This is a classical song that she turned into some weird dance tune. Well, maybe when you play me the classical song, I'll be like, oh, is that thing? No. But I don't know if it'll trigger anything in you. This is another rough MacGuff for Sam. I need, I need. There's a video for this online and I it's need odd. Skyrockets. She's floating in, this, in the clouds need, in this I one. I need get down goblins. You this, don't like her perfectly speaking another language? No, this. I mean, if she had written the lyrics, yeah, I'd be a little bit more impressed for finding out that it's a cooter. It's just I want to uncoover that cooter. It's like a bad techno song. Well, there's not really it's many good techno songs. It's not bad because it's Jan Terry. It's bad because it's this song. Yeah, it's <laughs> easily 
easily one of the least enjoyable songs on this album. It's pretty bad. I'm glad you agree. This song gets skipped a bit by I me. I was wondering if you just like gave every song complete carte blanche. I did it in the beginning. I tried on this song, but I, I just couldn't. I was like, I didn't know if there was going to be a break where I was like, okay, maybe there's something that I just haven't noticed that's funny that... I'm going to kind of be able to lean into, but yeah. that never happened. It, so. gives me, it gives me a real cheap, fake mall elegance feel. Um, oh, no. Oh, oh boy. Jan just got cut in half. Well, let's speed it up in the there song just a little bit. <laughs> but anyway, a fake mall elegance, like we've mentioned before, glamour shots. It's giving me just like this weird, like, like, like remember pictures back in the early '90s and late '80s that had that like real gauzy look to them. The glamour shots. Yeah, but not even all. Yes, glamour shots did it, but even like other photos that were taken at the mall, now, like, just real gauzy. They'd, well, they like, put Vaseline on yeah, the lens. Exactly, which I love on a movie, mm-hmm. like on a, on a like a horror movie. All fucking day. I'll take that all day. They used that effect on the childhood scenes in the Weird Al movie. But, like, I don't like it on a picture. (laughs) I like a real gauziness, like, from an old camera, like an old Polaroid. Those are the best. The picture on the cover of this, which is, like, an Andy Warhol uh, style... Yeah, it is an Andy Warhol print. But it does look like it's a version of... I mean, it's... It looks like a glamour shot. Yeah, it's a fist on chin, chin on fist, big hair. Yeah. Put on the leather jacket that we have in stock here. That looks denim based on the colors. Yeah, just the colors, though. It almost looks like the exact outfit my mom wore for her glamour shot. Spicy. Yeah, this gets... Out of nowhere. Like Cuban... uh... I like this part. Some Latin spice. I like this part. It's the only part of the song that's not miserable. I shouldn't say miserable, but... It's not an enjoyable song, but this part's fine. I mean, for what it is, like any other song could have this. That's why not all songs like this are necessarily terrible. It's just that songs that sound like this better have something really good going for it to make it tolerable. This is not selling the music. No, this part's not at all. It's almost over. And then we have one more song that we're going to listen to and then take a break. And I'm just going to go ahead and let it go into it. This is now that you're gone. And oh, I'm not it, hearing the real Ave Maria? Uh, no, I, t- I completely forgot because I'm a dickhole. I would please like to hear that version. Yeah, I'm really sorry about that. Here we go. Here's some uh, Luciano Pavarotti. Oh, it's Pavarotti! This is what she tried to Wait a minute. master. I feel like I already recognize it. Maybe it's just because I know the Jan Terry. Right? Maybe. I definitely know this. They've used this in the movies. Very nice. I know this one. I enjoy some classical music. And I, I like this. I enjoy how this sounds. It makes me feel like I'm going to be stabbed. Like I just made it. I finally paid all my bills off. I have a big, nice house. I'm looking at my fire pit. 
and I'm taking a drink of Coca-Cola still. <laughs> and I'm like, ah, things are finally come to... Ah, this knife in my back, who does it? And I turn around, and it's Zach, and he's like, you should have never built the golf sim without inviting me. <laughs> and somehow he gets my house. God, we've brought Zach up quite a bit. That's because he's always on my mind. He did spend Halloween with us. He did. We had to run out of the rain together. All of us. It started raining. I can't remember talking. We all ran I can't remember talking to Zach more than four times in high school. <laughs> I don't remember talking to Zach ever in high school. <laughs> but our best friends were brothers. So our paths would cross. Because he was uh, really good true. friends with Billy and I'm good friends with Bobo. Our paths would cross. But not really. Because we, we would... Yeah, I can't fucking shake the guy. That's your fault. You keep inviting him to play with you. Uh, we're going to listen to Now That me, You're Zach. Gone, which is the wrong form of your, as you could imagine. <laughs> uh, maybe I should go back to the beginning because I didn't have it turned up. Now That You're Gone. Not You Are Gone. Now That... You're gone. We got the 50s diner feel going on here. Do I assume you are really not on board for this because you don't usually like music uh, around this the, time. Out of the duds so far that I've complained about, this is the top of the dudder list. Oh. This has got like it's got a like a upbeat feel to it. She also just did some vocal fry. Something inside me told me. <laughs> God, I want to fuck Jay Terry. Who doesn't? Uh, this song is a welcome respite from the last song. Yeah, Ave nice, Maria is rough. I'm getting some nice guitar. The hi-hat's doing that cool. I'm fine with this. It's not my favorite, but I'm fine with it. There are way worse songs. On the album and in general, in this song. Oh, here we go, rock. Oh, he disappeared. That guitar. Um, there's doo-wop songs that Zappa dies that are worse than this. And, like, less tolerable, because, like, she's at least doing, like, an American, like, like, 80s version of 50s rock and roll. It's not, like, true, like... Like the one that I really can't handle. And I'm not going to say all doo-wop is rough. If you're like good at it and it's upbeat, I can handle it. But like, I'm not going to sit here and be like, I'm a doo-wop guy. Because most of the time, it's just like, ugh, I don't care about how your faster car goes. Speaking of doo-wop, I was behind this truck at Wendy's last night. And uh, I think I told you about it. And it said that we the people got that wop. Wrong ass president. <laughs> God. Ridiculous. Oh, wait. Now that I read your sticker, my mind has changed. Uh huh. Always. <laughs> always. That's always how that works. It's never just you putting a billboard of your opinions up. Yeah. And if the other guy would have won, yes, we still also got the wrong-ass president. They're all too fucking old. They're all too old, and none of them are saying any of the shit that I want to hear. So, Yeah, but I'm 
I obviously lean in one direction more than the other, so I'm not as upset right now as I would be, as I could be in two years. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Ugh. Democrats cannot come up with good people at all. It's terrible. I'm pretty positive that anyone in politics is not a good person. Well, no I understand, what. but I feel like that. Ha I feel like I got a glimmer of that with Bernie Sanders. But of course, he was too good to be true. And I think that he yeah. would have had a really hard time getting anything done. He wouldn't have got anything done, and I think he was a little pie-eyed in the sky too. Like, I don't think that's feasible. There, Bernie. I like the thought on it, but He's don't think that's feasible. Hippie. Yeah, yeah. When really, there's a lot of simple things that uh, just just stop doing this and keep doing this. A lot of people and really, think that. I'm gonna stick to my guns and say, like I've always said, as long as they legalize this pot, you can eat a live baby on TV. I don't fucking care. Give me my weed. Well, speaking about sticking to your guns, one of the other bumper stickers that this truck had was, "If they come for your guns, give them your bullets first. Jesus Christ, no one's coming for your fucking guns. Oh, man. All right, so we're gonna take a break. Uh, we're going to go out listening to the very first song that Jan Terry ever recorded, which is Losing You. Oh, first ever recorded? Beautiful. Have I heard this song? Of course you have. We'll be back. Of course I have. <laughs> You've been around me. I've, I've definitely performed this around you. <laughs> ah. <laughs> we'll be back. Hey there, Biggs and Girths. Let's all join together and sing a fun song. Does your belly hang low? Does it wobble when you breathe? Does it make your pants look weird? Does it hang down to your knees? Are your titties hanging down to the ankles you can't reach? Does your fupa steal the show? All right, everyone, let's do it again. Does your belly hang low? Does it wobble when you breathe? Does it make your pants look weird? Does it hang down to your knees? Are your titties hanging down to the ankles you can't reach? Does your fupa steal the show? struggles with those high notes. Poor thing. I just want to hold her. Oh, shut the fuck up. Oh. You ever talk during something like that again? I will consider that an offense against my nation. And I will take you down. I remember sitting my senior year during something in the gym and people looked at me like I was an asshole. I will take you down. I haven't even removed my hand from my heart. That's how much. That's how politically charged I am. We went out talking politics. Now we're coming back in talking politics. Goddamn right, motherfuckers. Isn't it interesting how so often people go to the southern accent 
when they want to seem patriotic. <laughs> I was thinking you was going to say ignorant. You have a big clump of cat hair on the screen of that well, computer. Well, goddamn, look at it. It looked good, don't it? I can't see what's going on oh, based on... Now that, that hair done down, fall down there, get done, get done. Now we're talking about Jan Terry. We're talking politics. From what I heard, Jan Terry's dog is going to be running for president. Yeah, so. And his take on immigration. Yeah, so Jan Terry's dog, JoJo. She's going to try and get see if he can run for president in 2024 because, you know, sometimes our dreams are stupid. And uh, she said that he's running on the platform of, uh, well, she wants lower taxes, but he also wants to close the border. Goddamn right, we got to close the borders. I'm voting Jan Terry Dog 2024. So Jan Terry is an Italian conservative beauty queen. Rock. Close the borders now that my ancestors are already over Mm -hmm. here. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. La 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 stupid fuck. I bet you don't even know Roman Polanski is, you fucking liberal piece of shit. Wasn't he more liberal? Rosemary's baby. Get a fucking clue. I, I I thought that Hollywood elites and we're liberals. Oh, don't and even such. get me started on Hollywood elites. They're eating, drinking, a drinking crown. It appears that we're already in the golden hour since time changed. In the golden hour. So that's, oh no, that means dark is going to come by like five o'clock th- now. Isn't that it? means it's going to be dark much earlier. <sighs> so you can't do much right, of Zach. anything after work. All right, Zach. We're definitely getting the sim up and running outside and inside. You can do what you need to do. Oh, I do what I want to do and need to do at all times. I know. It irritates some people at some times. Who? You. Um, I don't love where you put your energy sometimes. That's all. I think that you spread your energy a little too thin Amongst the things that you... Uh, amongst your playtime. It's playtime. It's usually playtime. All play time, time should be playtime. <laughs> so, We've fallen into this horrible life in this world of we're supposed to work and shit. I'm not talking horrible. about that. It's that we have a responsibility living in this house to uh, get things done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't bring up that thing that I feel bad about. <laughs> you need to feel bad about it and do something about it. We need to get the fuck out of here. Let's we need to get, get the, the fuck, fuck out, out of this. We need to get out of this house. We need to get out of this town. We need to get out of this motherfucking state. We need to kill this dog. We're not killing the dog. No matter how much we want to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I would never murder an animal unless they were sick because I've done that twice. Oh, whoa. I guess that is technically murdering an well, animal. Well, we didn't do it. We just had them killed. Paid for the hitman. And it was truly heartbreaking to put Clarence down. That was horrendous. So it's not it, an easy thing to do. It almost didn't happen that day when I was about to be like, turn the fucking van around. We're not doing this. Because she had so much life that day. God damn it. Stupid. Yeah, it sucks. But of course, but you can still have good days. I Finding her dead would have been horrible. Mm-hmm. So it's still the right thing, even though I... St- we, I think we both struggle with feeling like we maybe could have waited a little longer, but you don't want them to be like full out on suffering and like not eating anything oh, anymore. I wish I would have done it earlier. 
All right, so we're going to get back into this Jan Terry album. two years earlier. So, but you're not willing to kill Clem? When it's time. It was, the perfect time was two years before we killed Clarence. We waited too long. We hadn't even known she was sick yet. (laughs) Okay. Oh, no. Speaking of losing caps, I lost a tennis ball in this house the other day, and it has not been found. It's disappeared. It was yesterday. Everything is the other day. I know because I can't remember when I do things until I actually have to like zone it in and figure it out. And the tennis ball you're tossing right now is not the missing tennis ball in question. I'm trying to get it away from me and it keeps coming back because this house you. and now is the dog's coming in for it. Oh Jesus Christ, she just did a Michael Jackson spin and well, almost knocked everything over. Well, she was actually respectful and nice. That was good. I was kind of proud of her behavior. And then she came and just dropped this at my feet. Let's listen to this uh, Jan Terry situation instead of narrating what's happening in the room at 4.30 on a Sunday. That was the golden hour. Yeah, it's the golden hour. If you guys don't know what that is, look Look out the window. It's the time you get a golden shower. The golden shower, golden hour. Oh, hi. Hi, Clem. Oh, yeah, she okay. l- she's real big into uh, climbing in laps lately, and she wants oh, to be held like a geez. baby because she's so goddamn clingy. Hello. It's a lot. All right, so Commence. let's get back into this Jan Terry album. Here we go with I Say a Prayer. Because not only is Jan Terry conservative Italian-American, she also loves Jeebus. reminded of what I was feeling during this Jam Terry album. Peace? No. Love? No. Admiration? No. I'm not going to let you get anything negative out. this album, I always remember that I want more non-duds on this fucking album. Because the appeal only goes so long of the sound and the kitschiness of it for me. So when it's a song like this that would suck no matter who did it, it extra sucks. You won't say anything. You won't even accept of the negativity that I just put out. I am um, enjoying myself. No matter what you say, I have a wall up, and that wall is... Pardon me. Forgive us our trespassers. Why are you laughing at that? Isn't that what it is? It's trespasses. Forgive us our trespasses. Forgive us our trespassers. I'm so anti-religion. I didn't know the difference. This is so... Awful. Yeah, I know. I enjoy... I follow a TikTok page of like cheesy, bad, like religious music. So shit like this is funny to me already. And I, as someone who went through a phase <laughs> of Christianity, I... Um, a phase. It was called a phase. A phase of Christianity, absolutely. 
it's very similar to a lot of the cheesy church music that you would hear anyway. So it's almost nostalgic. <laughs> <laughs> I like that uh, angle that you just came out with. So that must explain why for me, it's just like, I'm just like, so like, ugh, I don't care. And it's just, it's one of the cheesiest songs. Yeah. She's not really saying anything of substance. No, she's not saying anything of substance. And I'm just so like, I don't want to hear about Jesus unless it's like anti-Jesus. I know. You've been listening to a lot of King Diamond and yeah, it's just a lot of Satan. Satan, I'm all fucking about it. But as soon as it's like legitimately like someone spreading the word, I can only laugh at it for like 20 seconds. And then I'm like, yeah, but this does real harm. <laughs> well, speaking of doing harm, let's move along to the next song. Elvis and Sammy with there not being a space between and and Sammy, nor is Sammy capitalized. <laughs> That's how much she likes black people. She won't even capitalize their fucking name. So now you've been telling me there's some like angle to this song or something. Like you understand what she's talking about. And I and I gave you shit like, what, just because you know you figured out it was Sammy Davis Jr.? It's not just that. So what's interesting about this? I felt like an asshole because I was like, it's just this, right? So apparently there's more. Because you are. So (laughs) the idea about this is Elvis and Sammy. Her dad loved Elvis and Sammy, and he would dress up as Elvis and Sammy Davis Jr. sometimes and go to the bar. And she would help him with his blackface makeup before (laughs) he would go to the bar dressed as Sammy Davis Jr. (laughs) So you like walk around and be like, Sammy Davis Jr. Yes. Wow. So it's more. It's also kind of like an ode to her dad as well because it's stuff that she enjoyed when okay. she was a kid. So there was more to it. Yeah. So it's like a dad is he, thing. Is she talking about that in the lyrics? No, it's or just... Or she just like make up this like scenario where Elvis and Sammy are hanging out at a bar because it's what her dad... And they're, they're singing do. together. It's like, you know... Ah, okay. They're messing... Yeah, like their music is very different, but the message is still the same. Live in perfect harmony. And I don't know if that's a music reference or because they're different and we should all coexist together. But man, Elvis sucks, huh? (laughs) The music did for sure. And I heard that guy was a complete asshole and prick. So, yeah. Yeah, I've never had a good opinion of that guy. I remember hearing the songs when I was young and being like, yeah, I'm supposed to like this. He ain't nothing but a hound it. dog, but I didn't hear it a lot. My parents didn't like play Elvis. It wasn't like yeah. a thing that I grew up around, really. My mom's age was not of the Elvis. She was playing like Beatles and like funk and stuff. So for me, like Elvis was a little too old hat. It was never like that. Was as heavy as my grandparents, my mom's parents went because I remember It'd asking once. Okay. Yeah, I remember asking if they ever listened to the Beatles or if they ever had any Beavis El- um albums and she was just my grandma was just like no Ooh, absolutely not that devil music but we did have some <laughs> elvis records Ooh, we had a large pat boone collection <laughs> jesus doing black artist music in a nice safe and white way mm-hmm. <laughs> but they didn't even really listen to a lot of contemporary music they're just country so that's funny to me because like i've been listening to so much norwegian black metal lately don't know why don't know if i even like it it's just it's calling out for me to listen to it must be satan but anyway um he's got that he's got that hold on your heart he's got that allure (laughs) that hold on my heart 
There's this section in one of those Pantera videos where this religious people made it backstage, and there's this guy is just fucking yelling at the top of his lungs at Dimebag, and he's like, "You're going to hell. Satan has you. Satan's got you." And Dimebag's just going. Satan's got me so bad, he's grabbing me by the balls. <laughs> just like giving it right back. But anyway. Religious people love it when you do that. Oh, yeah. When you don't take their shit seriously and throw it back in their face. Because they, well, they take they it back. so seriously. Well, and then anytime I've got, because I don't even get into that conversation anymore. I just go like, okay, thank you. You know, like, or whatever. If you're honestly just wishing that my life is good and you're not going to like truly try and preach at me. I'll take it still. That's fine. I know where you're, the angle that you're thinking of how my life is going to get better, I'm not going to agree with. But if you just want my life to be better, that's a good, it's a good feeling. But it's when, uh, it's but when I'm being yelled at for not believing in some thing that doesn't exist. In my mind, it gets a little weird, dude. <sighs> Elvis and Sammy, she was talking about me. Because I hung out with Elvis at a bar and we got drunk and we snorted methamphetamines. Because <laughs> that's what Elvis do. Well, speaking of Elvis, let's talk about him and his methamphetamines and listen to the next song, Being in Love. Because Elvis loved his methamphetamine. She likes a little techno vibe. She wants to get people moving. This felt more 90s to me. This was like the most modern song, even though the music still is very 80s. It's also like early 90s. It's very early 90s Vogue almost. That's so... It's like like cheap, cheap runway. That slight little like echo in her on her vocals yeah that slap back echo a little guitar we always get little tinges of guitars sometimes it's not consistent because they're all different genres they're all like related to each other but every song on here is like slightly next to a genre like this is super vogue like dance Techno, it's which like has had a little bit dance. of dance in everything, but then it's like, this is the ballad version of the dance. This seems like the straight, like it feels like a runway to me with like neons, with like neon greens and neon pinks. That real early 90s mall runway sound. And not like I said earlier, like cheap mall, like photo stuff. This is like, like an upscale runway thing needed a stop on the way to the next big show. So they're at the Monroeville Mall. You know what I mean? Oh, this isn't night, like Night at the Roxbury? Almost. <laughs> this fits in Night at the Roxbury, too. The colors that they would wear. Like the, yeah. those like that real like 90s neon Shimmery. pink. Pink, yeah. white, and green. That would be like on our yearbook. <laughs> By the way, this album came out on September 13th, 2013. I never said that. So this wasn't even an old song, an old album. This came out nine years ago. Does that mean she was looking up YouTube and just like who knows found these songs? Who knows Free what Jen Terry does? You know what we do when we make a little middle bit? Free techno song. 
September 13th, just one day after our anniversary. And that would have been our five, our fifth year anniversary. If only what we had known. What a present for you. For us, Sam. Yes, us. If I, you know what they say, happy life, happy life. <laughs> oh, his part is so cool. I, I love the little Jan- what? The little Jan Terry like hip hop breakdowns. Be in love. You get some guitar. You get some full guitar. Shred you don't just get a little that, like me 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 me. It's that '80s shred again. She and lo- it's doing that disco beat. It's it's it like kind of all over the place. Dancing at a Jan Terry concert. Like some of you would just be like. Like this and raising your arms and like singing the lyrics. This one, a little dance career would kick out and all of a sudden people would just be grooving. Indeed. I'm pissed that she doesn't do live performances anymore. What if you look it up right now, just like the Jimi Hendrix stuff, all of a sudden there's a Jan Terry cross country tour. I don't even know how old. She's 63 years old. That's probably why. King Diamond's 66. She's not in shape. She doesn't take care of herself. Well, she's got three years to get herself in shape. Well, come out and blow me away just like King did. Or just blow me just like King did. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mr. Diamond. And I don't mean Neil. Or Dustin. He was a hoarder. Wow. So my, okay, my order of diamonds that I'm liking so far are... King, number one. Obviously, Dustin, number two, and Neil, number three. Those are the only diamonds that you know. Wasn't there a wrestler? Oh, okay. By the way, that was incorrect. Dustin Diamond was a piece of shit. Yeah, he wasn't uh, good. He dirty King Sanchez, Diamond, lady. King Diamond. Diamond Dallas Page. Okay, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> I knew there was a wrestler. I couldn't remember the full name, though. In the late 80s, Diamond Daryl. Before he became Dimebag. Ah, uh, that's right. Uh, he's not number one. He's number, number three. three. After Diamond Dallas Page? Okay, we're knocking it back up to two. Di- Diamond Daryl. <laughs> Diamond Dallas Page, three. Neil Diamond, four. And unfortunately, if he's going to have to be on the list. But Screech ruled. Dustin Diamond sucks. Although Dustin Diamond did do that thing where he stuck his finger in that girl's butt. Yeah, Dirty Sanchez, <laughs> lady. <laughs> I said that already. <laughs> what an asshole. And by that, I mean, what an asshole. <laughs> Ugh. Ugh. Disgusting. I think the for me, the my number one diamond is Jan Terry because she's a diamond in the rough, baby. <laughs> I'm not going to let this go. Let's move on to the next song. This is the other cover that we were talking about. It's another song that was originally slow like Ave Maria that she added that techno sound to because that's not over with. Here is I Honestly Love You. She makes She's sure loving that the disco energy keeps pumping. Oh, that's like one of the first beats you learn too. Like, oh, the disco beat. It beats you a little syncopation. I like the bass. I can't lie. I like the bass. So obviously this is a cover of I Love You, I Honestly Love You by Olivia Newton-John. I love you. 
and in one of the interviews that I watched, she said when she was younger, she had a voice similar to Olivia Newton-John's. <laughs> and I don't think I believe that for a second. <laughs> and who told you that yourself? Oh, man. I know she really liked her. And she would probably sing along to her songs. And in her head, it sounded the same. But I'm sure no one told her that. There's no way. I love you. Another dance classic, I would assume. I'm not trying to make you feel uncomfortable. I'm not trying to make you anything at all. This song is much slower in real life, isn't it? Much. We're gonna we're gonna take a, a little snack. In real life, we'll I said it. the original version. I guess is what I should say. The actual version. <laughs> R.I.P. Olivia Newton-John. Not that I really cared about anything she ever did. So I had a pickup order from Kroger earlier, and I ordered a pound of chicken breast from the deli, and they charged me for 10 pounds of chicken breast from the deli. So imagine your uh, bill being way more than it should have been. I got charged $84 for a pound of uh, <laughs> deli chicken breast. Yeah, but now wow. we got... It for free, totally, and an extra twenty bucks. Yeah, they gave me a credit. That's what happens. You do that every time, please. I've done it multiple times when they've not given me things and still charged me, but I'm I don't do it all the time. And if you look up my account, like my order that I sent through, I got an order confirmation for way fucking less than I paid. So it's crazy. Make sure you look at your receipts. It was shocking. I was like, oh, I expected this to be about a hundred bucks, and it was almost a hundred ninety dollars. Wild. The, uh, uh. Imagine if they, if there was just a glitch in the system, and we got ten pounds of deli meat. <laughs> that would be insane. If they would have given it to us for free in the long run, then I would have loved it. And I would have been eating so much chicken breast. That's my favorite deli meat. What's your favorite deli meat? I like roast beef, too. I just never buy it anymore. My favorite deli meat. But I prefer it to be rare roast beef. That is hard. Uh, you know what? I think a rare roast beef is one of the best. Mm-hmm. But no matter what the sandwich, I tend to, like, mix meat. Like, if we had, like, turkey and roast beef and chicken, That's my I wouldn't have just one. Oh, I, would, I wouldn't either. They'd be all mixed together. Turkey and roast beef used to be my thing. This is going to be a weird thing to say, but the only deli meat sandwich that I ever crave, that I ever have a craving for, is bologna. So, for that reason alone, I think I'd have to say it's my favorite deli meat, although I can't eat a lot of it. Like, it's... And you oh, need one time a, a year. specific combination. Oh, it's got to be a bologna sandwich with uh, American cheese only, white bread with Cool Ranch Doritos and a fucking original Coca-Cola. Mmm? Mmm? Mmm. I ate like that the last time I went on tour because I bought a little cooler and I got ice. And that's how I ate for like three days. And my gut was not happy at 
Oh, I'm not surprised. Yeah. You were eating like pig's feet and yeah. hooves and shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, felt like, I felt like a John Travolta when I did that. But you were eating Cooler Ranch Doritos the whole time? Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, that's Drinking nice. Drinking Coca-Cola's. That's the only part of that meal that sounded good to me. Yeah, you don't like Coke or bologna. Mm-mm. Or American cheese. I'll eat it on a burger, but I'm not going to eat a cold American cheese sandwich. I bet, uh, I bet cheddar cheese would be better on it, but it's just Americans always been... Cheddar cheese is always better for me. Cheddar cheese is a delicious. It is a delicious. It's a delicious. All right. So let's take a let's take a little listen to the original I Love You, I Honestly Love You by Olivia Newton John. Already very different. And this shit is like I do not like this. No I I don't feel anything negative about Olivia Newton John. I don't like Grease and I don't like Olivia Newton John's music. But I don't really, I don't have any, yeah, ill will towards her, but yuck. What about, uh, let's get physical, And that song's fun, but it's not a good song, necessarily. It's the best Olivia Newton-John song. Absolutely, I would agree. At least I know of. But I found out there's 12 Brothers Johnson songs that I didn't know about, so what do I know? (laughs) Yeah, I'll fucking snooze, man, but it's just not for me. It's perfect for, like, people like the Fouts parents it's very like tom teepee himself it's breathy and white it's i'm a little angel girl yeah snoozeroo i would agree it's not for me please play a song about satan (laughs) well i have something better oh this is so much better this is every day is valentine day it's valentine i didn't know it was valentine day because she says Valentine's. She says times, and doesn't it say Happy Valentine Day? Or is it time? Every day is Valentine Day. It yeah. doesn't even say Valentine's yeah, Day. Yeah, yeah. So, so many a, errors. It's hitting a thousand no matter what angle you go at it on that one. But this song has been stuck in my head a lot. And it's way better than that fucking Olivia Newton-John song we just heard. Candy's nice, but I'd rather have you. Every day is Valentine's Day with you. Just like one of those silly love songs. <laughs> and a great example of she knows a hook. She knows how to make something catchy. Because this has been stuck in your head for a week. <laughs> Maybe even longer. I've been singing it to you. Oh, yeah. It's funny. Your versions of singing at me is like this. And then me singing back at you is like, Satan! Uh-huh. <laughs> Usually. So we both just have our thing that we're slightly obsessed with and can't not talk about. <laughs> I'm sure that has a hand in why the neighbors think that we that we are crazy. Like in an argument all the time. Even though that doesn't really happen often. No. I mean, we might get snippy with each other, but as far as having like an actual like a yelling argument, that doesn't happen very and much. And if the at yelling all. happens, it's for like a less than a minute, and it's over. And then, in late, then 20 minutes later, it's apologies. And, and then an hour later, it's okay. <laughs> yeah. The apology has to happen. And then the cool down from the apology has Some, to happen. I don't think the apology has to happen. There have been times when we've just... I'll just let it go. And because just let it go because we we're not going to agree. agree. Yeah. And we don't think that we're wrong. And that's fine. And you might as well just let it go. Uh-huh. Yeah. I think that there's a maturity and oh, learning how to let things go. I was going to talk about this earlier. You said the happy wife, happy life thing. Oh, yeah. I think that can be real if you take it in a way of I'm not a slave. Do you know what I mean? 
like happy wife in regard that I respect you, I listen to you, I treat you nice, and uh, I don't like fuck around on you. I agree with that happy wife thing, but like it's used as like a. It sounds like you should spoil thing. your wife and yeah, treat her like she's a or queen. that you're scared of her, but like I don't know. The, the, the leash is about to be pulled. <laughs> I definitely don't have a leash, and it's very nice. <laughs> no, and I, I, it actually touches me, and it feels nice that you will talk positively about your wife to your friends. That I and do. how I don't stifle your freedom or anything. That does feel nice to know. Because a lot of times people will just complain about ah, their significant the other. fat old the ball, ball and chain. chain. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> The old lady. I do not have your balls in a vice one bit. No, I also don't think I could be with someone who would try to do that. Because I'd be like, I'm way too into I'm too into too much stuff. You can't. I'll go crazy. I will be a dick even more than I already am. I've also learned what battles are worth fighting and what's worth just kind of compromising and giving in on. You know, there are levels to all re- it's any relationship with anyone, even friendships. Like, you, there has to be give, and there has to be times when you, you know, put your foot down. Like, also, whatever. aware of expectations. Like, come on, this is what always happens. So how, how are you going to get mad at this for the 88th time when this is just how it goes? Uh, because repetition can be annoying. It can. All right. So we do have <laughs> one more song to listen to, and then we are unfortunately going to be finished with this gem of an album. I hope we go out on a, another Jan Terry Jammer. Do you, do you, have you already chosen of one? Course, of course. Everything is all, all yeah. set up and ready to go, but I'm we do have one it. more song, which, man, stock song to the max. This, <laughs> this song has no... Um, <laughs> this song has no... What is it? Like soul or substance or anything here's luck of the irish <laughs> Forgot about this. jan terry just wants to be bland and drink with her is she irish friends. at all is she irish italian maybe or maybe she's just she just had a song about valentine's day and then now it's the luck of the irish and the religious one was christmas <laughs> oh i say a prayer what's the halloween one Hopefully the one we're hearing at the end. <laughs> Sam, <laughs> it is. Yeah! <laughs> it's probably her best song of all time. <laughs> this song, when it started, I I was on my... I can't remember the... No, I listened to it back to back. I didn't listen to it all on the way up to the Merciful the Merciful Fate show, which was my plan originally, but I was like, nah, I'm listening to Merciful Fate on the way to this yeah, that's Merciful silly. Fate show. You, so, you want to get in a better mindset so than Jen Afterwards, Terry. there's this all-night driving range that I go to, and it's only 15 minutes away. From, every time I'm in Cincinnati, I'm like, well, how far is that driving range? So it's only 15 minutes away. So I started the album in my headphone, because I have a headphone in my left ear almost all the time. I started it. I'm at the driving range, hitting balls, and I've already gone through all these songs. I've laughed. I've zoned down on a few of them, because a couple of them are zone-outable, you know? Yeah. This started, and I'm by myself in Cincinnati at like 12.30 in the morning, and I'm just fucking losing it. Just at the fact that she would just... She's just like, we're going to do this Irish song now for no fucking reason at all. She likes to have a song for all different times of the year. She has a song about the iOS. I'm assuming that's the IRS? Yes. That's what I said. I don't know what the problem is. 
I don't even know how to explain why it was funny. But it was just like, what? Out of all this stuff, now we're doing an Irish song with full, like, Irish sounds in the background. Because it doesn't seem sincere. <laughs> That's why. It just seems like someone is literally just slapping on some song, some, like, novelty bullshit yeah. at the end. Is that a cover, too? No, that's just coming from the heart. <laughs> well, we are finished with the Jan Terry album, which means that we are to the part of the podcast where it's time to go over those fun little things that everyone loves. It's everyone's favorite part of the podcast. We've got some questions. Groundhog Day! Groundhog Day! Why did I choose this? I It chose itself. You've been waiting to do a Jan Terry thing for a bit. It was too. time. Yep. I've been into Jan Terry for a bit. I've been getting into her more. I've, it's been seeping into your brain more that yes. you've like played it around people at work. Yes, because I so. was showing up at work with songs in my head, and I was like, I keep singing this around you. It's now time for you to hear what it actually is. So I... Pardon? I, uh, it was just time to have some fun. I wanted to have a little fun. Next week's going to be fun, too. So I just uh, wanted to keep that fun train rolling. Fun trains are rolling, baby. And what do I think? Choo-choo. What do I think you thought when I gave it to you? I figured it was coming eventually, is what I thought you thought. Not excited. Not looking forward to it. Just, okay, it's another, it's just another Michelle album that is not going to be very good, but she's going to think it's hilarious, and I hate my wife. <laughs> Sam, what was your judgment prior to listening to this album? My judgment prior to listening to this album was I hate my wife. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds about right. No, my real judgment was just, I hope that it maintains the same level as like Skyrockets and uh, a song we're going to hear at the end here. And I feared it wasn't going to because I probably would have heard them more, you know, because you don't shy away from playing Jay and Terry around me. And I've heard the classics a lot. You're so welcome. I think I was expecting exactly what I got. Honestly, I was I wasn't excited, but I wasn't like, oh, no, because it's still it's a it's a uh, it can be. And I don't want to label this at, as this, but it can be like a a novelty. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I don't want to call it a novelty because it's someone I have a lot of respect for Jan Terry. So it's not it's not a novelty, but it can be taken as a novelty. It was an attempt at a fun episode. Yeah. All right. So do you know how many times that you listened to this? I made my three. And uh it's, I would have gotten more in, probably, but You I didn't just, start until I Friday had night. That I was supposed to be listening to it, basically. Yeah. <laughs> so my first listen was Friday night, and it's Sunday. Okay. My first listen was Friday night after the Merciful Fate concert. Late. Heading to a driving range. Yeah. I didn't get home till like 2.30. Not only did I go to the driving range, I also went to the skate park, <laughs> Newport under the bridge. So I was listening to Jan Terry skating around as well. 
And I was home asleep before one. Ah, I was eating at Waffle House at about one thirty. Jealous much? I had a, a I had food in the shopping cart on Domino's website <laughs> at midnight, and I was just like, you "Said no." I said no. So then I went and ate midnight cheese because instead of midnight cheese, so instead of spending money on a pizza, I just had three slices of sharp or yeah, well, sharp cheddar. Like knocks out your uh, craving for just eating something. It also right? makes you wake up early in the morning <laughs> and shit a lot. Before you're actually oh, ready to start your is day. That maybe because you're lactose intolerant? I am lactose intolerant. I said that is toast, correct. didn't I? You did say God toast. Damn it. And to that, I toast you and your lactose delicious grammar. Damn. All right, so I listened to this in unrecordable amount. <laughs> I have no fucking idea. I've listened most of the time, multiple times a day. It's over 20, right? Gotta be. <laughs> it's fucking gotta be. It absolutely has to be. The entire album? Has to be. <laughs> absolutely. So. I love it. Least favorite song for Sam. Oh, shit. God, I always forget about these things. I forget there's like plans to this show. Structure. I call it a show. It is technically a yeah, show. Yeah, I felt weird calling it that, though. All right, so Sam's least favorite song. I think you really hate multiple songs, but... I know what it is. It's Ave Maria. Bingo, Ave Maria. Oh, wow. Well, I'll go ahead and uh, let you guess what my least favorite song is. Ave Maria. Yeah. All right, it was Ave Maria. Good job. And uh, Sam's most favorite song? On this album, it's Skyrockets. 100%. I'm going Skyrockets. I hate to break your heart, Michelle, but my favorite song is Skyrockets. <laughs> of course it is. I was surfing the net when an email sign came on. This song is hilarious. I was surfing the net when an email sign came on. <laughs> what? Is, I mean, I get what she's saying, but the way she says it is... Right. All right, Sam, what do you think my favorite song is on this album? I honestly feel like it's the same thing, but I just want to take another guess. So for the record, I actually believe it's Skyrockets, but I'm taking another guess just in case. Okay. Just another day. No. Damn. But that's a good one. It's Skyrockets, baby. Yeah, of course. (laughs) Yeah. Taking my love for granted. This could be a song in the a rock song in the eighties. It is a rock song from the eighties. It was recorded in the eighties, and then she took it for and put lyrics on it in two thousand twelve. I like. Are some of these songs older though, and she just put it on this album? I'm not sure because some of we all know that Skyrockets video it seems more recent mm-hmm. than like her older ones. Yeah. Okay. Then like Journey to Mars. Yeah. Yeah. Or. Uh, a classic one we're going to hear soon. <laughs> like, I like how with, you just refused like we to haven't mention. mentioned it That's twice correct. already in this podcast. But. All right. So how old was I when I first started listening to this? I was not young enough. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I unfortunately... Yeah, we should have been around back in the day seeing Jan Terry live. I agree. Um, but yeah, it's been more recent. It's been this year is when I found out about Jan Terry. I've known about her for a while. I've thought she was funny. I've listened to some of her songs. I've I played... Jan Terry for you when I first heard about it, but it 
it's for me it's had a resurgence lately so i think and both for me it didn't hit the first time Mm. like i was like yeah it's fine like but it didn't and then this next time you had this resurgence and started playing GDG <laughs> and uh, God damn <laughs> God um, and playing like skyrockets around me and that other one what did you play out on, going on on the break before losing you I don't want to lose you tonight yeah you're the only no, thing that matters that gets stuck in my head it's just like I've I've been accepting more of it lately than I was originally mm-hmm. so not only did you have a resurgence and not only did she have a resurgence Little, little boy Sambo here at a resurgence, too. <laughs> All right. So I uh, when I how did I originally feel about this the first time I listened to it? Great. <laughs> Obviously, they're going to be duds. Almost every single album has duds. Yes. So that, is, that comes with the territory. But it makes you happy. It it truly is. It lifts it up your spirit. Joy. Yes. <laughs> I know it's silly. I know it's stupid. But silly is fun. And this is fun for me. Um, would I recommend this today to every living person I've ever <laughs> met in my life? <laughs> and until I die. This is like the most uh, recommended album I think you've ever listened to. You've never once said to every living person. Out of all the albums we've listened to, this is your most recommended. <laughs> Absolutely. Would you ever listen to this album again, Sam? Not on my own. I didn't think so. Yeah, But I welcome... Mixes of Jan Terry in the future. Welcome songs, yeah, just not necessarily like I, full there's albums. There's some songs that are, for me, are legitimately good. I like Skyrockets. Mm-hmm. I like the, I'm gonna lose you tonight. It's legitimate. Isn't that the one where she's like in the limo too and she's wearing like a black dress with like a boa on? Yeah. Yeah. Paying for her own videos when you had to get a camcorder. Mm-hmm. Good for her. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So zero out of 10 all over the rock and roll cats. Am I up? Yes. For me personally, I'm going to give this a five. Uh, it gets a three out of there because of the song quality. Uh, there's a couple songs that I like. And then the extra two is just, I just know you like it so much. And if it makes you that happy, then it, I'm happy that you have that's it. That's <laughs> sweet, but that's silly to rate it based on how I feel about oh, it. it. It makes it, if it was not for you, I wouldn't listen. Like, yeah. It wouldn't be even like. Played again. It does bring me a lot of joy, though. So I get really excited about it. Yeah. (laughs) yeah. But that's nice of you. Um, I honestly, honestly, and not giving it the 10 out of 10 that it deserves in my heart. (laughs) But as far as my ears and my brain go, as far as rating it that way. um, I'm giving it a seven. I was going to guess a seven. I think she puts a lot of effort into it. Absolutely. I don't think she puts enough. I think she kind (laughs) of gives up a little bit on the vocals and, you know, timing. But I think... She's a one-hit... She's a one-take person, it sounds like. Maybe. Who knows? Where that's the best that she can do. I don't know. But I think that with... It's just fun. Of course, it's just novelty. It's not actually, like, good music. It's not like, listen to this band that makes me feel something or this song that I feel like I can relate to or that explains a way that I feel. It's just fucking fun. That's all it is. Just makes you smile. Yeah. And it's a good time. That's good enough. Yeah. <laughs> and I've done that with music for a long time. 
I mean, that was a big part of mine and Cherie's relationship was just laughing at ridiculous music. So I'm all on board for this. And I've always just kind of laughed at things. And you've always enjoyed Goofy and you still enjoy Goofy. Mm -hmm. Like our favorite comedies are silly and over, like not necessarily over the top, but just like goofy for goofy's sake Mm -hmm. stupid for stupid sake often for sure all right so describe this album in one word you want me to go first or or you want to go first um let's see one word do you have a word already Uh uh-huh yeah i do i do too will you go first entrepreneur Mm, that's true (laughs) she's a very respectable lady all right, because so. that's what all this Jan Terry stuff does for me. I she's a it lady. It's another level of respect what she wants. because she did it. It's a punk attitude. Nope, nobody wants to pay me to do it. Then I'll fucking do it myself. That's a punk fucking thing. <laughs> okay, revolutionary. <laughs> this woman has changed my life. She has, and mine. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we are finished with the album. Sadly. And we are finished with questions. And what is next is going to be fun. Like I said previously, we're having a guest return. It's someone who I talk to regularly. I enjoy him tremendously. Bo is coming back. Bo is coming back. The guy that became friends with us and then left. Yeah, like right before leaving, he became like, like, hey, we actually get along really well. See ya. And in different ways, like you and him can get along with metal and movie, like horror movies and stuff. And he and I are just sassy bitches and just share like funny stuff and get like fake catty with each other. And he's so fun. I have more fun with him than I have with anyone in a long time because I feel like I can truly just be my ridiculous self. And I'm... uh, It doesn't put him off. Sometimes you can... uh... No, he loves me and I love him. And it's just such, it, there's, I swear, m- making friendships with people as you get older and just like finding your people feels so good. It really does. And I, I, I like it. And I'm very happy that not only is Bo coming and recording an episode with us, but he is giving us the album Spice World. So we will be listening. And I'm not as familiar with this album. I'm familiar with their first album. (laughs) So uh, this is going to be new for me as well. Is this an album that coincided with the movie release? Yes. I saw the movie in theater. La, 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 la. When you're feeling sad and low, <laughs> we will take you where you want to go. Sounds like you know every word. Smile. And I liked the song Spice Up Your Life, yeah. Spice Up Your Life. Colors of the world. Spice Up Your Life. Everybody and every girl. Spice Up Your Life. People of the world. Spice Up Your Life. I'm a freak so chic. So it's going to be a good time. I'm very much looking forward to it. So uh, I hope you guys and come I'm back. I'm going to tolerate it. <laughs> it's not the only thing you're going to tolerate. You homophobic piece of shit. Hey, I'm not homophobic. I'm racist. Let's keep this straight. You also hate women. So there are a lot of things to think about. Out of all three of those, the most real of the ones, the women part. <laughs> I believe that. Yeah. All right. Thanks for listening. We appreciate you. You should yes. listen to more Dan Terry. Dan Seek Terry? Her out. I said Jan, but I accidentally bit the inside of my cheek when I was talking, so. Oh, man.
so good. I'm going to marry her, and then my name will be Sam Terry. Sammy Terry! <gasps> you have to show creepy things on TV. Yeah, His I'm son down. has continued doing good. it. Good, so good, good. It still exists. And then there's always Sven Gulli as well. There is. All right, bye, everyone. Thanks for listening. You're the best. <laughs> bye. Bye.